0: Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois.
1: And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. Did you see who's outside? Yes. I thought you were going to actually say something earlier. That's our neighbor. That's our neighbor. Across the
0: street. Guy lives across the street. Real friendly guy. Really nice. Um, We've invited him to church, doesn't come. No. Nope. Um but he works local and uh our ministry assistant gives him rides places sometimes.
1: Okay, okay. <laughs> but
0: he's got this cat. And yeah. uh, he the cat's not the cat he, he just comes outside with him and yep. they just kinda hang out in the yard or in the churchyard and mm-hmm. just yeah. kind of enjoy and when he's not working
1: he's just kinda hanging out. Just with his cat. Just with his cat. Just right? walking his cat around the parking lot. Yeah. Right now. So he's just kinda, you know, chilling. It's a really nice day out. It is beautiful. I can't wait. Wish I could be outside, but not with a cat. Not with a cat. Catch just you just course. want to be outside with yeah. your dog. Yeah. I do like the. You new know one. who what who wishes they could be outside? That one deaf dog that you guys neglected and now is put down. Well, it wasn't put down. Oh, yeah. really? Is it still yeah. there? Yeah, it's still. Well, there? It's either there
0: or somebody adopted it. Yeah. Oh, how could you? Can you tell? Yeah, you can look it up. You can look it up. Mm-hmm. You could check real fast. Okay. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. right And right I think
1: right. Well, all right. While you're looking it up, let yeah. us agree mm-hmm. that if it's not there. Why don't we be charitable and, and believe that someone adopted that that dog? Okay. Oh yeah. Well, I think what's
0: going to happen here. So okay, here we go. Boom. Dogs. All right. So we're going to this particular. Will animal. it tell
1: you? Well, it won't tell you. It'll be like put down.
0: No, it, it doesn't. It doesn't say put down. Um, Moved on. It, it says recycled. It <laughs> um, does it say? Like it's it, it's gone to a farm. Adopt dogs. Okay. Here we go. Um. Yep. Still there. Still there. Yeah. Winnie. Winnie, yep, and like uh, so. When you go to her page, it uh, gives you like a rundown of what she's like. She's seven mm. years old, and uh, this pet has an appointment scheduled. Yay for Winnie! So Yay. somebody's going to come check her out. So nobody else is allowed to schedule an appointment. They come in, they look, and then they they'll probably adopt that dog. So Winnie yeah. is not dead. Yep. All yeah. right. All and it right. was like We didn't skip over her because she's deaf. Yeah, yeah, I she didn't did. skip <gasps> over you. You're deaf. And First I didn't skip of all, over and that, you. Yeah,
1: that's exactly what you said off air. Was like, uh, you know. How am I going to like call it over? If it, you and her. I got to start driving around a yellow bus. Short one. I didn't want to put, I, you didn't want to put one of those signs up, you know, deaf dog. Yeah. It's in the middle you know, of the road. It's kind of,
0: no, our dog is nice. Uh, oh, the new pup is cool. I yeah, like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm.
1: yeah. And somehow better because both ears work. Well, is what? what's better or worse? Having two ears at work or only one, Jimmy, would you rather have two ears at work? I am content in how the Lord has made me. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. the circumstances that and the Lord has given me. He, is, he has made you unable to hear in one of your ears. Well, <laughs> so it, it does, he, No, no. He made me dumb enough that I thought I'd be cool working in a factory, operating machinery, yeah. thinking I don't need earplugs. Mm-hmm. I starting was, at age 13. Wasn't because you were sticking firecrackers in your ears? And being no cool. one does that. People do that. No. YouTube it. I'm not YouTubing yeah, that. Man, that can't put, be real.
0: People put, uh, what are those, uh, bottle rockets? They'll, what? They'll, they'll clasp a bottle rocket in their butt cheeks and then they'll light it and it shoot it off and it burns their butt. Yeah. Okay, I've seen that. Okay, see so yeah, I was gonna say, don't that that one like, I've yeah. seen okay. the ear
1: one I have well, not. Well if they're
0: doing one, they're doing the other. If I can think of it, somebody's doing it. That's how I <laughs> that's how I roll. If, if <laughs> I can think of it. something, somebody's done it somewhere in the world, and
1: it's probably on YouTube. Well, see Joe, this is one of the things I love about our friendship and our relationship mm-hmm. is just the variety of experiences yeah. that we both have and we bring to the table. Okay. Today we're going to be continuing our conversation on the communion of the saints. I couldn't. I couldn't think of another way to say fellowship of the fools. Yeah, fellowship. (laughs) So we're going to be uh, finishing up chapter twenty-seven with paragraph two. Can I go ahead and read that? Permission granted. Thank you. I shouldn't have said thank you. I was trying to be kind. You have to wait for my permission. You may, you may continue. Saints by profession are bound to maintain a holy fellowship and communion in the worship of God and in performing such other spiritual services as tend to their mutual edification, as also in relieving each other in outward things according to their several abilities and necessities, Which communion, according to the rule of the gospel, though especially to be exercised by them in the relation wherein they stand, whether in families or churches, yet as God offers opportunity, is to be extended to all the household of faith, even all those who in every place call upon the name of the Lord Jesus. Nevertheless, their communion, one with another as saints, does not take away or infringe the title or propriety which each man has in his goods and possessions all right mm. all right so now listen oh that, that's a tough that's a long one yeah yeah all right so yeah before you guys start laughing you know okay
0: but let's just make sure though let's make sure of something second line uh-huh fourth word from the end say that word second line mm-hmm. second line from the top Yeah, mutual. Okay, yeah, because that's not what you said. What'd I say? Moodle or something like that. No, mutual. Mutual education. Moodle. I was making sure. Okay, good. That's what I mean. Tongue tongue twisting is is totally acceptable. Not knowing how to say or pronounce mutual, (laughs) that would not be acceptable, and I would have to start talking about that. All right, because I mess up reading things all the time, too. Okay. Man. So uh, this one starts off with uh, referring to believers
1: as saints by profession. Mm. So they went to school. And they got the degree, mm. and now they are career Well, saints. that's me. I I'm am I'm a career Christian. You're I'm a, a career Christian. Cr- I'm yes. full-time
0: vocational Christian. Gotcha. But gotcha. it's not just talking about me. Saints by profession here yep. um, refers to the profession of faith, right? These are... Visible saints, these yeah. are people who publicly confess Christ mm-hmm. as Lord. That's just one way to talking about it. And it's, the confession uses that kind of language throughout, actually.
1: Yeah, all persons throughout the world professing the faith of the gospel and obedience unto God by Christ according unto it, not destroying their own profession by any errors, averting the foundation or unholiness of conversation, are, and may be called visible saints, and of such ought all particular congregations to be constituted. That was back in chapter 26, yeah. paragraph 2. Yeah, professing the faith of the gospel. Now there's
0: really, I mean, Christians profess, yeah. right? If you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord yep. and believe in your heart, uh, that's there. there is no Christian life really apart from from confessing. It's not that saying something out loud is a magical incantation that causes you to be born again.
1: I declare bankruptcy!
0: (laughs) Except I declare Jesus as Lord. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Um, I'm just going from the office there. It still doesn't work like that, unless I guess you have some really wonky decisionistic regenerational thing going on um, in your theology. Um, So it it is that the heart that believes does confess. Mm -hmm. We will uh, proclaim... Not this is this isn't necessarily a reference to evangelism, though that is a certainly a byproduct of all of this. But it means that um, we will confess
1: with our mouths and with our lives the lordship of Jesus. Hmm. And, and and I'm trying to think of like how does that apply to individuals that are in countries that where they can't openly profess? Right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, uh, we're not sitting here saying they themselves are not believers, right?
0: Right, right. It is there's a difference between. You know, confessing Jesus and, you know, before men, Mm -hmm. uh, when called upon and, you know, running into, um, a wall of, of, I don't know, mercenaries that are seeking to hunt down Christians. Right. So in other words, uh, if you're, if I think scripture bears this out, church history bears this out, if you are captured, by okay, let's just say let me back
1: all the way up. Ooh man, this this is gonna be good. Like what you guys don't see here is <laughs> Joe put his hands down on the table, mm. palms down, and his eyes got wide, which tells me he's excited right now. Here we go, because it just makes more sense if I back all the way up. All right, here we go. go. All right, so in certain
0: times and places, there is persecution of the church, right? Yeah, uh, governmental, social, whatever, and um, it is not uncommon in scripture and in church history for Christians to. Um, uh, recluse, right? They will they will pull back, and that way they can worship and make disciples and do it on the on the down, down low. low. Yeah. So, um, but when they are captured, so they're not running out in the streets like, "Hey, everybody, Jesus is the Lord, come mm-hmm, and get me." Mm-hmm. Though that would be okay if they wanted to do yeah, that, yeah. but that's not really expected. But when they are captured, or when the authorities grab them and they say, "You better renounce Jesus," that's when the real test is is that's their opportunity there to publicly profess hmm. uh, in the face of that opposition. So, and even then, there's all kinds of of drama in church history about um, the lapsed and Donatists and Mm. all of that about people that, you know, didn't confess Jesus and when they were called on. So let's just say that um, to profess Jesus is when you have the opportunity, you know, you do confess him as Lord, um,
1: whether that is in persecution or not. Mm. And, And the confession continues... These saints by profession are bound to maintain a holy fellowship and communion. So thinking of Hebrews 10, right? Yeah. Uh, And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day drawing near. Mm -hmm. So COVID aside, let's just let's let's deal with COVID second. Secondly, right. Let's first deal with uh, uh, things are open. You have the opportunity. And yet. You decide not to. Yeah. And it's... And consistently decide not to, right? Mm -hmm. Right, right. I mean,
0: bound to maintain holy fellowship and communion. So, I mean, this is big picture. I mean, after this, it starts getting into the more specific things to do. So the big picture is, is that we are supposed to maintain these spiritual gospel-centered relationships with one another. And I like that it says maintain a holy fellowship and communion not just a general fellowship and communion it's not just like we can hang yeah and like you know we all have friends that may be christians but you may not really
1: be doing the work of edification yeah 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 so i mean there's an intentionality there right Mm -hmm. like there's a purpose behind this uh and i I would even say there's there's a goal together as as brothers and sisters in christ to uh joe just said that mutual edification right like you can there's there's a lot of joy in fellowship so even uh, you know, Michelle and I would like to hang out with the Earls and the Husses, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. and mm-hmm. so we have a lot of great. We have a lot of good fellowship together. It sounds like I hear that. Yeah, I hear that. There's a lot of good fellowship. There's together. a lot of good fellowship, and then we'll mm-hmm. we'll discuss things from time to time, or uh, one on one, or something like that. But then, like for like Joe and I, you know, we have a lot of great fun together, Joe. Right? Once a week, yeah. Well, we Basically. have a lot of great fun, and then we also get together, and you know, we get to yeah, talk really. about these things. You know, talk yeah. about the sixteen eighty nine and and challenge each other, and and go to go on walks outside we with do cats. That. You know, it's just like <laughs> yeah. it's a beautiful. I thing. hang out more with the neighbor than I hang out with you.
0: Okay, uh, well, that's not my. fault. Yes, it is because we wow. with the earls and with the. the First of all, about work, Ussies. and then I go home, um, and you don't leave your house. I do too. I'm here every day, all day long. What are you talking about? Here at the yeah, church. because
1: the, the, the Levita's closed. That is true. The cigar shop's closed. Mm-hmm. I working there.
0: Um, and I think, you know, what you're talking about here, Jimmy, this, this idea of, of intentionality brings up in my mind, the, uh, an aspect of discipline. Like I like that gospel centered friendships are work. Like, you know, sometimes you're like, Cause like discipline, you might love hitting the gym or running or whatever form of discipline is that you do yoga, whatever it is. If you're into Satan, I guess, I don't know. I'm joking. Yoga people don't (laughs) go after me. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's not hard work. And sometimes it's hard work and it's not just because sometimes there's going to be conflict and you have to repent or ask for forgiveness or forgive somebody, but it's just discipline. Sometimes I'm tired and I don't want to go to small group. You know, I'm like, I'm just so tired and I just want to lay down and I'm not in the mood. I'm not feeling it, but then I make myself go. And I'm always glad that I did when this happens because I, the goal
1: that you're talking about actually is fulfilled. Yeah. So, And we, and we talked about that, like just mm -hmm. that example there, it's, it's happened a couple times. It's not like it happens a lot for you, but every once in a while, like, like we're in a season or something like that, you're like, man, I'm just tired, but I'm so glad I went and the Lord really blessed that, you know?
0: Yeah. So this, we are truly bound to do this. This is, you know, scriptural principles and commands. Like we need to maintain, uh,
1: vigorously these relationships. So if they're that important, how then are we to maintain that communion? Zoom. Zoom. <laughs> oh, because of the COVID, you know, <laughs> that's uh, basically, doing, uh, really. Yeah. Well, I
0: think, in, you know, the, the, he yeah, actually tells us, right. You know, um, in the worship of God and the performing of spiritual services and then relieving each other of outward things. So, um, you know, I think when I take a step back and say, how do we do it? You, it's, it's hard to do it. You can't really do it outside of relationships. Some might be very mm. deep, um, some might be a bit more, uh, ah, superficial sounds negative,
1: but it just might not be very deep. It more, might more of acquaintances, acquaintances at this Right. Casual. It's, it's at the beginning. Very cash. Very cash. Very cash. I don't yeah. think I've ever heard any. I, oh I, yeah, I, people say that. I know that, but yeah. I, I do think I've, I've never really heard, heard that like, in, in yeah like, like rock the cash
0: No, that's different. Cash
1: is casual. Cash bar?
0: No. No, you don't know. You're, you're. You're. Yeah. Listen. Stop hanging out with the people you're hanging out with. You might learn a little bit. Oh. You become a little bit
1: more worldly educated. But <laughs> oh, worldly educated. My bad. Mm. My bad. That we are focused on. You know. scripture. Netflix. Oh. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> so. um so there's going to be some sort of relationship there, and uh, those may vary, right? You, yeah. Your, your relationship with your pastor will hopefully be good, but you may not know your pastor. Mine's great. As well as, well as your close friends in that church or
1: something like that. So, Which is the same um, for me.
0: Now, what, let's talk about these, uh, these three ways right.
1: that we maintain communion. So in the worship of God. So together right uh that that gathering together uh meeting on the lord's day mm-hmm. uh being able to to hear god's word pro, uh sing god's word re, uh read god's word pray mm-hmm. god's word mime you can mime god's word you to mime could. people
0: do mime do you do you no, do mime I don't, like okay. I don't like mimes okay and i don't and you know what's worse than mimes clowns christian mimes <laughs> The only thing worse than a mime. You know, it's the only thing worse than a clown.
1: Christian clown? Mm -hmm, Pretty much. (laughs) You know, anything worse than a bad movie? A Christian movie? Yeah. Yeah. A good Christian movie (laughs) is worse than a bad secular movie. Typically. Um,
0: Okay. So corporate. Corporate corporate worship. worship. Yeah. Now this is a problem for us right now in the midst of the pandemic.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, we would say we're at this point providentially hindered and and unable to, uh, we want to, but we're unable to at this point. Um, but COVID aside, that's that's where it's important that we are, you know, gathering together. And I think that's what I was trying to say at the beginning, uh, or not at the beginning, when we are talking about this section here, Of uh, uh, it's easy sometimes to neglect it. It's oh, easy yeah. to say, I just kind of want to sleep in, or to use an excuse like, oh, I just heard him cough. The kid must be sick. We can't go, right. kind of a thing, right? Um, or it's just easy to, to say, you know what? Uh, I'm, we just need a family time together mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's just plenty of excuses out there. Um, and so we really need to prioritize that communion. Do you think
0: that COVID is helping us will help us reprioritize?
1: I think so. Cause I think there's, there's that sense of loss, right? Yeah. And so, you know, um, cause really Joe, I think for a lot of people, you really don't know what you got. Until it's gone, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then you, I saw that glint in your eyes as soon as you <laughs> started to say it, so I knew
0: something was coming.
1: And so, yeah, I mean, I think I, I, I personally am longing yeah. for it, and and totally. um, and I mean, on a personal note, I've had to deal with uh, personal sin, right? In that regard of not appreciating. The gathering, like when I had it, you know yeah. what I mean. And so, like feeling like, man, I feel like I, like I, I definitely underappreciated. I didn't, um, I didn't uh, care for it or long for it when I could have had it. Which you know, easy to take it for granted. That's I think Take I, it for granted. I think
0: it's true for all of us. I mean, I, I would, I would have said I don't take it for granted, or at least I don't think that I take it for granted before all of this, because I'm always genuinely appreciative of the people that are worshiping and the focus and everything. But now that this has happened, no doubt I took it. I was taking it for granted in my mind. I I clearly was. That's a good friend right
1: there. Thank you. Yeah. Not make me only look bad. No, no, no,
0: no, no. Just that one one time, episode one. I hate you so much for that episode. People want to go back and listen to some bad audio, but some good content. (laughs) Um, If you were with us from the beginning, you know. I, held, I left Jimmy out uh, hanging. So, anyways, um, yeah. So I, I like th- when I just imagine, and I've actually dreamt about it. Right, where we are back worshiping mm. is uh, it's going to be overwhelming for us. So yeah. this is one of the main ways that we do it. Right now, we're hindered until we finally just have had enough and uh, we go underground and start worshiping. Yeah, raise, raise our, you know, Ray, Ray.
1: raise arms. Right. Raise the roof. Raise the roof. That's more what we would do. Is that what we're going to yeah. do? <laughs> we're going to raise the roof? Uh, we also maintain communion and in performing such other spiritual services as tend to their mutual edification. What mutual. That's what you said the first time. No, yeah. what, mutual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mutual. I said mutual. Mm-hmm. It's got the CH sound. Mutual. Um, so what are we talking about here? I mean, I think we're, we're talking about using the gifts that God has given us for others. So serving others uh, in maybe hospitality, uh, serving others in um Uh, the children's ministry, serving others with our gifts of, of being able to proclaim like, Mm -hmm. like, so like Joe shares that gift of proclaiming God's word. Musicians share that gift of, of leading us in, in song. You know
0: what I share more than anything else. If it took everything else that I share the most, I share you with the Earls and with the Hoosies. Yeah. Anyway, Um, (laughs) what's, uh, so you can't let this go, performing (laughs) such other spiritual services as mutually edify people. So this is a bit more open, right? Corporate worship. We know what that is. It's locked down. But here we're talking about a variety of ways, um, whether they're explicitly biblical or related to a biblical principle, but this would require you to actually have some frame of reference at least with the person that you're dealing with in order to edify them. Yeah. Now, there's always a general sense in which you can just say, Hey brother, can I share a good word with you? And then you tell them what God's been teaching. you. that's fine. But it's a, it's going to be a little more effective generally if you know how to target people and hit mm. them in a way that they're going to actually feel. So, um, you know, you know, some people are really ministered to through music and you yeah, just yeah, yeah. share a particular album or song with them.
1: Um, it's like it's just trying to figure out like what are their I don't know like if there was only only way to know what maybe their language of love is and well, then yeah because there are different people like be, express love in different ways yeah. you know and they re, so they receive that in different
0: ways yeah. so like you you're saying like I might I might like, like to uh, receive love in a certain way yeah so if I if I try to give you that love because I like it but you don't have the same sort of feeling about that kind of love. That's right. It's not going to work.
1: It's not going to work, but maybe that'll be a sign for me to think, oh, maybe they value that. And so I should show them that. And maybe we can have a conversation of, you know, maybe the the, the affectionate touch, you know, on the back.
0: Yeah, you know, is, yeah. is
1: is not what I'm looking for. You need
0: like words of affirmation. You know yeah.
1: what? That actually would be really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Good. Well, let's yeah, Let's figure that out. We, yeah. we could
0: probably write an article or something on that. Probably
1: something or, like that. Or, Maybe like the. We think of five of them. Five. Oh yeah. We can come up with five. I think so. We do 365. We got a devotional.
0: <laughs> we got a devotional yeah. 365.
1: <laughs> 365 love languages. Or something like that. I don't know. We, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. What about? um Oh, of course. Also. Of course. What? As a pastor of yeah. a church. Yeah. He, of course, how do we maintain communion? And also in relieving each other in outward things according to their several abilities and necessities. Huh. Of course, as a pastor looking for the people to give you stuff. The people to give me the paper. That was pretty good. Yeah, see? That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. That was good. Well so, done.
0: So, um... But it, and even here, right, the whole point is to take care of each other. It's yeah. not to just, I mean, we collect an offering, and, and a big part of that is so that we can take care of each other, so that we can maintain the ministries that God gives us. But this shows us that, like in Romans twelve thirteen, contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. So actually taking care of one another in this world with our physical needs and yeah. wants is critical. And, you know, we have a benevolence ministry, yeah, right? Yeah. So deacon run... If there is a need, um, it runs through uh, one of our one of our deacons that oversees that, and um, people that are in need are are cared for yes. in a variety of ways. Um,
1: Praise God for that ministry.
0: But that's not the only way that Christians or we here at Redeemer seek to
1: help one another out in these needs. No, even within like community groups, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there'll be people that will bring a need up to their group, and the group will oftentimes seek to meet that need first together. Uh, And then if, if maybe there's a, uh, an opportunity for others to join in, they'll invite other groups Mm -hmm. or they'll reach out to, uh, like you said, the deacon uh, for benevolence as well. Yeah. And I like that. And
0: it's, again, it's the, the idea is that we have a responsibility. It's not the church organization alone that has a responsibility yeah. to care for people that's there's an aspect of which that's true but it's us together as a people that's right that's that are, right that are responsible for
1: our brothers and our sisters and oftentimes like if we hear of a need depending upon the need we will encourage them say have you share that with your group yeah right or you know if a leader comes to us and says yeah this person mentioned this well Have you talked to them about, is it okay to share with the group and see, maybe the group, let's start there Mm. uh, because these are brothers and sisters that love you, care for you, know you, know know your family, you know, and so they want to, they want to bless you. Don't rob them of that, of of that opportunity to, to come alongside and and to bless you. That's right.
0: That's good too,
1: because you know, it is, you know, it's, it's
0: more blessed to give than to receive, yeah, right? Yeah. That, that idea is that there, when you're helping someone, you receive grace in the midst of that. You know, there whether that's, um, you know, the, the grace of God comes in, in, in different ways, right? So there is an encouraging of faith to know like, wow, um, it's not pride in a bad sense to say, oh, I did a good thing, look mm-hmm. how awesome I am. It is to say, wow, it felt good to do the right thing and to help somebody that yeah. I care about. That does feel good I and mean, we shouldn't feel bad. About
1: no, that. no, I bad. and I... I, I now here's maybe a little bit of a sidetrack. Mm-hmm. You know, when I would raise support, and when I was in young life as a as a parachurch ministry, I would feel. Leader. Uh, yeah. I would sit there. Stop it. I would sit there and feel uh, really awkward about raising support mm-hmm. and talking to people about it. Like, man, give me money. Give me, yeah. you know, hey, can you can you support this? And then came uh, one individual, uh, fantastic man of God, one of the, an elder of another church, and said, "Hey, man, like, quit apologizing for the asking. You just stop." Stop. Like, I can't go out there and do that, but you can, and I can support you in that. Don't don't rob me of being able to support what mm-hmm. God is doing through you. And it's kind of the same thing here, right? Like, I think oftentimes people are afraid to ask for help mm-hmm. because they feel like, oh, I'm being annoying, or they're going to look down upon me, or no one wants to, you know, no one, uh, you know, first of all, you wouldn't think that way if someone came to you for help. So why do you think right. less charitably of others that they would think that way? Mm-hmm. And secondly, don't rob them of the opportunity to bless. Now, just as another side trick, mm. I want to do a little side track here. This, side this is side of a side. Side okay. of a side.
0: Um, here we go. Here we go. You could say like I'm your side guy right now in, the, in that sense, right? You know, like side tracking. Okay. Is that, okay. that okay? Sure, okay. sure. Okay. Good, good. Side guy. Side uh, guy. Side guy. So, um, okay. So as a guy who has had to raise support, mm-hmm. as a guy who, um, you know, works with companies and um, uh, investors, yep. uh, the person who is apologizing and sheepish in their ask. Uh, how do people with a lot of money tend to respond to somebody who asks sheepishly,
1: shyly, or with apology? I think it depends on the individual. So for me, I because I've been in that spot, I understand that mentality, mm-hmm. right? So I try to address that. I think others, though, and I've seen in others general, in general, in the world, in the world, uh, it feels like, well, they're, if they're not confident in themselves, then why should I be confident in supporting them? Yeah. Like that, that's really what it comes down to. If they don't, if they don't believe in themselves, then why should I, right? And then why would I take this money and put mm-hmm. it
0: there? I've never had to raise support, but I've had to talk to people who are raising support and I've talked to people who are really good at it. And they've all said that, that, uh, yeah, you, when you have to. When you're raising support, you are inviting them to participate in something yep. awesome and amazing. God's work in in and through you in a particular area. Like, and that when if you're excited, people are more likely to get behind it and excited. So yep. just because I know that we have a lot of church planters and other people that are raising support.
1: You yeah, know. don't don't go there, Mopi. Don't, don't do Mopi. Yeah, If you want
0: to get like, hey, that'd be great. I mean, I'm probably not. I know you probably won't. You know, and mom,
1: then and side and side to the side to the side. Mm-hmm. You know, that, you know, so now it's like a side strange. Yeah, got it, got it, got it. Got um, it. Ask big. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. It's okay to quote unquote size someone up and be like, I'm pretty sure, yeah, $80 a month, $150 a month. Some people are 25 a month. It's okay to, yeah, to ask. Give big. them the opportunity. Give them the opportunity. Hey, Listen, let them go down.
0: And I've seen church planners do that. So, like, hey, we need uh, for this first year, we need either four people to give at this level. Or twenty people to give it this level or whatever it is, right? And it gives people some options. Oh, um, all, all right, yeah, we really went out of sight. Yeah, well, you know one. what? It's okay. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's okay. We're right. okay. recording on a Saturday. It's yeah. beautiful out. It's nice.
1: Um, you know, you're just I, keeping me away from my, my, my daughter's uh, birthday. It's not a big deal. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. So I stole I stole your joy. Yeah. I stole her joy and I also then stole Pastor Pat's last Diet Coke. Yeah, you did Thank you Pat. <laughs> thanks Pastor Pat. um all right let's let's get into uh, this this there's a section in here that gets a little wordy hmm. and it's a little confusing. okay uh, I think it's this section so it goes which communion? According to the rule of the gospel, though, especially to be exercised by them in the relation wherein they stand, whether in families or churches, yet as God offers opportunity is to be extended to all the household of faith, even all those who in every place call upon the name of the Lord Jesus.
0: (sighs) That's wordy. That's wordy. That's wordy. Wordy.
1: Wordy. Okay. So I think, can I, can I go ahead and all right, break it down, make it simple. Break it down. All right. Which communion is to be extended to all the household of faith, even all those who in every place call upon the name of the Lord Jesus? You just skipped over like uh, like 20 words. Yeah, think of that as parentheses. Ah, there you go.
0: There you go. So you're saying it, um, with you're going from which communion and then you're leaving out all this other... We can, we'll come back to mm-hmm. it. Where it reconnects is, so it's which communion, parenthetical thought, which communion is to be extended to all the household of faith. So really, this is a statement about our heart for all Christians, for the yep. whole church. That's yeah. the emphasis here in this section, that um, we should not be so focused on our own circle mm-hmm. of friends or our own local church that we...
1: Our own denomination. Our own denomination. Our own association. That
0: we forget that we are actually all, through faith in Jesus, exactly.
1: brothers and sisters. Yeah. Adopted by the Lord and dwelt by the Spirit. Yeah, that means then we we do care for them and what they're going through. Mm-hmm. We do have. I I hear sometimes about like you know there, uh, a denomination is struggling with a certain you know cover-ups. Well, t- well let's just say that like like uh, a sovereign grace, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe they didn't cover up. I don't know, but they did. There was drama. There's drama. Yeah. Um. Screw-ups. Yeah. And so you know, people say, well, that's not my denomination well, hold on that. Those are your brothers and sisters in Christ. And there are, uh, children that were being abused. And so that is your care, like that you should give a rip about that and you should be wanting to pray for them and to see justice happen and to see the God be glorified in that situation. Right. And so I think it's, it's easy sometimes to say, well, that's, that's not my people, not my problem, but we are called, right. We are called, Mm -hmm. uh, to this household of faith, even all those who in every place call upon the name of the Lord Jesus, and maybe they they have other things, other emphasis. I'm just trying to think of like different denominations. Like yeah. it's it's weird to at times to like more charismatic, right? You know, as Reformed Baptists, uh sometimes we look at at charismatics be like, Well, let them stay over there, yeah. right? And yet or we're you,
0: called to even probably more commonly around here is like for people that are in our camp more because um, there's not tons of charismatic church no, here, but no, there no. are tons of the, I don't even know how to call it, mm. but maybe seeker sensitive, yeah. more mm. willow creaky, willow creaky yeah. uh, sort of style where it's, you know, high performance, high professionalism, softer on the theology. Gospel. Well, okay. You know? Yeah. Um, and it, so even there, right. We will say like, well, they don't really preach the gospel. And it's like, okay, well, that, that is a problem if there is a church that isn't preaching the gospel. But let's be a little bit more specific. Do they believe the gospel, but in yeah. their worship they just don't recognize the need to actually preach it? Well, that happens quite a bit. Yeah, And yeah. so, you know, we can be charitable and love each other and still maintain healthy boundaries. It doesn't mean that we're, you know, we're going to be doing the same things and working together on all of these levels, but it means that you care. The whole point here is that we're saying is that you need to have a heart for all of God's people. And if you have a heart for them, that will change the way that you address them when you do have a problem with them. Mm. Instead of just just you know yeah. lighten them up on on the twitter you actually will seek to have a relationship that can bear the fruit of change yeah um, yeah through conversations so that's this one th- this one thing that i think is interesting here as we're wrapping it up is the you know we're in the, all this talk about maintaining a co- the communion of the saints mm-hmm. it's it's most practically going to be experienced in your local church but you should have a heart for all of god's people even those that are outside of your church and your tradition and um This last section, this last, Hmm. this last clause I think is so interesting because it, it's addressing an issue
1: that is becoming increasingly hot today again. Yeah. Uh, Nevertheless, their communion, one with another as saints does not take away or infringe the title or propriety, which each man has Hmm. in his goods and possessions. Okay. So Joe, we have all things in common.
0: Yes, we do, but it sounds to me like the the, the particular Baptists, hmm. the 1689 guys are, this chapter is about the communion of the saints, not the communism of the saints, right? That's really the point that he's trying to make. I just thought of that. That was really, that, really good. Yes. I almost spied uh, up my time. I'm going to go ahead and note that for myself. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty good one. That was, was really good. Communism, but, ah, communism of the saints. So, all right, look, um, we see in Scripture that the church comes together and they sell their goods and their yeah. properties yep, to help yep. the church, to help one another, and that's all great. Fantastic. They have all things in common as needs arise, as they are willing, and as they have the ability. It is not mandated. It is not forced. It is not coerced. It is um, it is a generous, sacrificial giving of ourselves mm-hmm. in every conceivable way for the good of God's people. And so the, the, the point being made here is that um, you don't lose your property, your individuality. You don't lose... Um, your possessions or your wealth to the church when you are converted, that property remains yours. Yes, it's it's the Lord's. Of course, we know mm. that. Don't try to Jesus juke this. We know everything <laughs> belongs to the Lord, but the Lord has entrusted you with those things, and so now it is your responsibility to use them wisely, to do with them uh, in to, to deal with your your wealth in a way that is Christian and generous and sacrificial. And that's going to look different for everybody. And that shouldn't be like a, a get out of jail free card, right? Like, well, I don't have to worry about it because the I, I, Lord leads us all in different ways. And, you know, I've got, uh, I, just, I just saw this, I just saw this meme where it was showing all of these famous people who have donated millions of dollars to uh, the COVID yeah. uh, vaccine. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, all these people that you would recognize as celebrities, you know, Clooney and those, those guys, ladies, they're um, donated millions of dollars. But then the last two rows are uh, televangelist preachers that uh, zero. I'm giving. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: haven't given any. Mm. Uh,
0: and I'm not saying you have to give to COVID. What I'm saying is is that um, we are all tasked with the privilege of, of contributing to the needs of the saints, to supporting the work of ministry in whatever church that you belong to. Um, but you don't lose your property or your rights. That's something that needs to be said because there are some mm. offshoots of Christianity and some actually well known cults that say that, that that's how they operate. You come here, you got to
1: give us all your stuff, and then we'll take care of you. Yeah, we'll make sure you're, yeah. Communism of the Saints. That was pretty That's good. That's not what this is. That's not what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You could follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at and Devo or on Facebook slash doctrine and devotion. You can head to the website, doctremotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, Joefostore.com and grab some gear. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesdays later.